Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, now you see what the Lord doing. Ripping pages out the book, I had to make the story fluent. Thanks to Marshall, I'm sober doing what I enjoy doing. I'm putting Chabby Chatel on, had to at least pay it forward to him. Yeah, every other day another star's born. And that's the freshen of the K and of the R form. Fuck with my comments, shit will be quick. Got what's in my pocket out of the dirt, feel be rich. I stuck to my promise to mama, stay focused. Double entendre, I'm trying to vocally smoke you, you will be missed. Yes, yes, yes. Relatively fat and black. And we back again. And we're still both those things. Relatively. <laughs> yeah, though, man. Uh, we here to do that Drake review, fam. Long overdue, long overdue. Scorpion has dropped. We told y'all that was going to happen as of the 29th. And we here to talk about that motherfucker, man. So my, it's me, it's me, your boy, Heavy Handed Jay. And, of course, I got my boy along with me, my tag team partner, my partner in crime, since, you know, since the, since the sandbox, you feel me? And that's, that's literally speaking. Um, Eugene, what's up, player? How you doing tonight? Oh, I'm out here. I'm out here, man. Just, uh, shit, man, long day of work. You know, really glad to be at home. You know, got a few bros at me. So I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm ready to get into this thing. Yeah, and I just want to say, you know, for them, for motherfuckers out there who don't know what it means when a nigga say he's glad to be home, that's mean you away from the wolves and vultures all day that have been trying to eat at your carcass, and you just glad to make it back one more time. Every day is one more time. You feel me? Man, shout out to God, man, because I don't know what I would do, brother, because the vultures and wolves, they, 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 uh, they out there, and they really out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, it seems like we got some audio or something going on here. But, uh, yo, dang it, I bring it on. Yeah, um, so yeah, it's the Scorpion Review Show, man. Drake has dropped. And, uh, as forecasted, this thing is doing all the numbers we thought it'd do. You know, um, for those of you who, who don't know numbers, you know, of course your boy got some kind of numbers for you. And I'll just, I'll, I'll start it off with that if you don't mind, my friend. I'll go for it, go for it. Okay, so of course, as as you could probably assume, breaks the uh, one-week streaming record in three days. Scorpion. It had... 435 million audio streams overtaking. Now, 435 million audio streams. Now, Eugene. Yes, sir. What do you what 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 who do you think he overtook as being number one as audio streams in the first week? Now, no, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna add this. Let me add this. He did 435 million. The person he beat out did 431 million. Who is this person? I'm a, and I promise if I hit this, believe me, it's a wild guess, but it's an educated wild guess. I'm gonna go like Taylor Swift or some shit. Not even close. Not even close. Uh, it can't be Jay Z and Beyonce. Not even close. It's a white Kendrick. It's it's a white rapper. Oh. Fuck, are you going to say Macklemore? 
No. Oh, fuck. I mean, a white rapper. Eminem? No. God damn, how many white? Now, I don't be knowing what, what <laughs> motherfuckers is white, man. I think, uh, what, the Post Malone or some shit? Exactly. Motherfucking. Oh Post-motherfucking post Malone with 431 million audio streams in the first week with beer bongs and Bentleys. Post-motherfucking Malone. What the fuck is this world coming to? Post-fucking Malone? Post Malone, G. Post Malone must be a thing, and I'm old, and I and no no disrespect to Post Malone or or any of his fans. Obviously, as a shitload of fans, I'm just old, and like I don't really, you know, I don't I can't necessarily tell tell the difference between you motherfuckers, man. But uh, fuck, I had no idea Post Malone was like a real thing. But see, I think sometimes we just chop shit up to us being old just because shit don't make no sense at all. What else and so we, we say, chop it up to? Maybe motherfuckers is crazy and stupid because I, I, we'll easily say, you know what, of course I don't understand. I'm an old nigga. Uh, but see this Post Malone thing? I, I don't know if this is because we old niggas. Maybe the music's just fucking trash. And I think that's what it is. Now, now here's the thing. When you you know this just like me, man. We've watched a lot of hip hop changes, and one thing that you don't necessarily want to do is start saying these young niggas' music is trash. Now, I am a huge fan of saying these niggas' music is trash, but I've grown to understand why you don't. Um, because if they shit, man, they 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 with this kind of simple fucking uh, mass produced no necessary no way to tell the difference between these motherfuckers they like that and, and I can respect it they rock to it like um, and no you know shout out God bless the dead and all I couldn't tell you that Triple uh, X was like a star I, you know what I mean like I don't know those circles you know what I mean when I hear the young nigga like I told like I said on the last joint I heard something that made me really understand a nigga's delivery was impeccable. Um, but other than that, I don't know where it gets his star quality from. And and post phone, I have no idea. I, I was fucking around on YouTube months ago and like, oh shit, Post Malone's white. That was as far as I took it. I had no desire to hear a song the nigga did or whatever was popular or anything. Just because the motherfucker was like fat with a beard, and I was kind of like, yeah, that's weird, and I'm gone. I, I, you know, I don't know, dog. I, I mean, I think, I think because I'm not in a generation, I don't even give these niggas a chance. Not even a chance. <laughs> yeah. Now, I I bonded with Post Malone because the song I caught on to him was that White Iverson song, and so the White oh, Iverson my. song. The White Iverson song I could actually listen to with my 12-year-old daughter at the time. So it was okay. like, White Iverson, when I started balling, I was young. It, the yeah. shit didn't, it didn't have a lot of cuss words in it and shit. And she thought it was swaggy, and I thought it was swaggy. So it was like a cool song that you can actually fuck with when your kid's around, that you like okay. to. 
and, and so those are very few and far between, as you know. Uh, and so it was cool in that way to me. And the song, was, I was like, you know, after about uh, maybe 10 times hearing it, I was like, yeah, this is pretty dumb. And then I, I did have a temperature. I had some kind of temperature gauge on the culture where I was like, I did understand that this guy was blowing. Like, you know, this guy was blowing up around the country, but I never could understand quite why. Because, you know, he, he's he's kind of getting away with some kind of hip-hop thing alongside some kind of country, uh, some country shit intertwined, like some white hillbilly trailer park shit, if I'm not mistaken. You feel me? So he's getting off on that shit. These young niggas let these niggas live, man. I, and, and it's cool. I, I just... Just, just in our time, you know, niggas couldn't live off bullshit. You know, you caught, you had, but competition was so fierce at the time, man. So, I guess, I guess it is what it is, man. Maybe it's not about bars. Maybe it's not about a nigga being vicious. Maybe it's not about a nigga being clever than a motherfucker. Maybe it's simply about making enjoyable music. And I, I, I purposely did good music, but enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. So some somehow, some way or another, Post Malone translates to who? I'm not sure, but obviously, look, man, we gotta we gotta really consider this and digest it. I know that we think people that look like us and people that are around us are the demographic that dictates rap culture. We're kind of not. Um, of course, we know the the. The number of black people in the country is like less than ten percent, of course. And then, so just with that math alone, if this is the number one music genre, it can't be dictated by the number of black people like it. So, oh, of course not. Of course plain not. and simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you you, you just seeing around LA, man. You see who drive the culture. You see who go to the concerts. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it, it's it's a it's a no brainer, man. Before we go deep off into the Drake, don't worry, we're gonna get off into the Drake. I just I just want to do another round of, of Wayne, if you don't mind, or if you don't mind. I I, I just want to make sure that I properly put the emphasis on, um, and I know you did, but I'm not sure if I, I put enough emphasis on the fact that Wayne birthed these niggas, man. You fucking fuck faces. Wayne birthed you niggas, and I feel like all you niggas need to get a nigga 5% of your gross income. Period. Absolutely. Absolutely. This nigga then put y'all on his back, then let y'all take his style and get money, man. You have properly secured the bag because Wayne made a fucking way. So anybody out there that, that decides that Wayne ain't shit or Wayne ain't rap since this and that, you could eat a the fattest dick available um, And if any of these these Artists within the last 10 years All these new niggas Within the last I guess 10 years Ain't new but 5 to 10 years You niggas Definitely need to be paying A lot of homage To fucking Wayne And if you got something else to put on there my niggas By all means but I just I just felt that I, need to, I needed to really Dig into the fact that You are all Wayne's Motherfucking children Including Drake And that's all I'm saying 
Oh man, I, that that's a dark hole for me, G, because oh, god damn it, oh god damn it. No! Oh shit! Say it again. Say something else. Oh, say something else. Say something else, nigga. Yeah, man, that that's how I feel about these niggas who say Wayne ain't in the conversation for goat. Wayne is goat of this motherfucker. I'm talking about quality music. See, I don't don't even take me down this hole because that's for another conversation. You know what I'm saying? But all these young rock star niggas wasn't nobody a rock star before Wayne. That was not even a con. That was not even a concept in the rap game. Not even a concept. Wayne took that shit from being gangster to being a rock star. Yeah. But none of these niggas doing that shit. So whatever it is today, whatever they able to get away with, before Wayne, Wayne made being kind of where Wayne brought back uh, tight jeans. That's Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. We all wearing them shits right now. Nigga, your jeans got to be fitted properly. You can't do that baggy yeah. shit. Wayne, Wayne started that, but won't nobody give him credit for it. So every fucking time, but it, I, I despise it, and, and it's a dark hole for me. But every time I hear it, no! oh shit, say it again, say something else. Oh, say something else, say something else, no. These you niggas know why the best, man. You can't deny it, man. And I and I didn't want to get off into a Wayne tangent. I just, you know, man, I just feel like. My nigga Wayne, you know, at least here on the Relatively Fat and Black podcast, you know, Wayne, you're going to always get all that you deserve from us, and that's real, you know. Now, now, um, as far as Drizzy go, Drizzy, now, I'm I'm, I'm going to digress for a second, man. I'm going to lean back because I feel that I have a different, uh, a slightly different opinion of the Scorpion album. Um, so 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 what did you think, player? Well, let's see what we got to lead it off here, man. We we love to give y'all I I'm a guy who likes sound bites, you know. So let's let's see what my man my man Eugene is our sound bite man. And this is all kind of work on the go. And this is to lead into the Drake shit. What we doing? Too rich for who y'all just got rich again. Who grips the mic and likes to kill their friends? I've never been the type to make amends. Absolutely. Now talk to him. Let me let Drizzy talk a little bit first. Let's talk. I'm in shock. The nerve, the audacity. (laughs) Okay. So if you rebuke me for working with someone else on a couple of V's, what do you really think of the nigga that's making your beat? I've done things for him I thought that he never would need. Father had to stretch his hands out and get it from me. I popped style for 30 hours and let him repeat. Now you popping up with the jokes, I'm dead, I'm asleep. I just left him over by y'all putting pen to the sheets. Tired of sitting quiet and helping my enemies eat. Keep getting temperature checks, they know that my head overheats. Don't know why the fuck you niggas listen to dead, I'm asleep. Must have had your infrared wrong, now your head in a beam. Y'all are the Spit an image of whatever jealousy breeds. Don't push me when I'm in album mode. You're not even top five as far as your label talent goes. You send shots while well, I gotta challenge those. But I bring calicos to the Alamo. 
I can never have a Virgil in my circle and hold him back cause he makes me nervous. I wanna see my brothers flourish to their higher purpose. You niggas leeches and surface, I think it's good and now the teachers are learning. Yeah, your brother said it was your cousin and him and you. So you don't rap what you did, you just rap what you knew. Don't be ashamed, there's plenty niggas that do what you do. There's no malice in your heart, you an approachable dude. Man, you might have sold a... There it is. Drizzy. Drizzy, Drizzy. Now, now. <laughs> but niggas I, is approachable to Drake. He just told you niggas y'all approachable to him. I don't want y'all to forget, though. Now, when we get off, this is a Drizzy night. But I don't want y'all to forget what Pusha T did. Now, 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 my nigga hit him with hit him with a little tea, just a, just a little bit of cold tea. Cause don't forget. The cuatro ciento ochenta y ocho. I don't think they caught it. I don't think they caught it. You, you mind? The cuatro ciento ochenta y ocho. Now, I'm still waiting to find out what the fuck T said there, but it was cold as fuck and it was in Mexican, nigga. So don't forget that. It's a Drake night, but don't forget. Well, I definitely know it's something that ends with eight. He's definitely talking numbers because o cuatro siete siete ocho. He talking definite money. The cuatro ciento ochenta y ocho. He said right. something about a hundred and eight. That's that's all money talk. I guarantee you. Uh, well, shit. So so let's dig in. Heavy, heavy, heavy. What did you think about the Scorpion album? Twenty-five tracks, half sing-along, half rap, nigga. What you feel about it? I mean, first off, PSA. This nigga Drake, man, the first thing that came to my mind was obviously nice for what? Because I've been wondering, what is all this ass-kissing, ball-washing, kind of pandering towards kind of black females in a way if you look at nice for what and God's plan? I, I, I personally feel he's pandering towards black women and because them two things you can always get black women on. God's plan, and you know, definitely, you know, it's God's plan. They got a lot of struggle. This is God's plan. And uh, Nice for What is definitely a song where we're talking about empowerment. Like, what well, niggas piping up on these niggas? What the fuck? Nice for what to these niggas? You know, I, I, you know, I, I'm not turning down for the for a nigga in my face or whatever it be. So these are definitely songs that's pander. And so what definitely came to me while listening to Scorpion is that. Drake knew that he's going to have to address this Italian ass baby of his that ain't going to look nothing black. So he was trying to get all the favor of nigga broads who dictate nigga women, I'm, I'm sorry, black women who dictate Jeez. Twitter. That's bad. I'm so sorry. I wish we had an edit button. Damn, the nigga said. Nigga <laughs> That's so fucking no, bad. That was that was harsh. Very harsh. Flagrant. 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 That's terrible. But um look, uh black women, the queens of the earth. Um he's definitely trying to pander towards them because they are they're they're in large part his hive. 
they the ones that be out there caping for him on Instagram, on Twitter. And when he finally have to bring out this light ass baby, because this brought the baby with is a, a full Italian. She ain't got no black up in her. Oh, and now God. he. <laughs> oh shit! I'm sorry, I'm sorry man. Don't, don't 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 look, man. So. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. no, no, no. We, we don't need to fuck with that any further, bro. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, my no, God. Man, don't even do it. You're going to take the show down. Go for it, bro. Go for it. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, but, yeah, fuck, man. man. Way too But yeah. The nigga was definitely pandering towards black women. Uh because this baby when he come out finna not look no type of black. This nigga full mixed and this broad full Italian. So this nigga finna look like logic or some shit or you know, Doogie Hauser or something when he finally pull his little ass out. So he was yeah. definitely, definitely prepping for that. What do you think about that, man? I can't fuck with you. <laughs> I can't fuck with you right now, man. You the disrespectful. <laughs> oh shit! You're so disrespectful, man. Oh, yeah. Now what you don't know about heavy handed That is always good for something man That nigga is always good For something Something deeply Fucked up and hilarious Um ah, Let me get my shit together man. You are something the fuck else Um Uh I think I think that might be a stretch man I think it might be a stretch because Ah, this nigga would have to be so motherfucking. God damn, man, you fucking (laughs) shit. Drake would have to spin their feet into the future to make that sort of calculated uh, move. I think. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I apologize. We apologize, black women. It's not funny that he said that. It's just funny that he said it. You know what I mean? So, you know, I don't think, I don't know if we have a lot of black women listening to the show, but that shit's not, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at him. Um, But, yeah, man, I think, I think to give, to, to give Drake that kind of foresight, I don't know, man. I think, I mean, a nigga typically makes music for women. Um, so I, I can see where, you know, that could be calculated, but I don't, I, I mean, I know that's pretty deep to be like, all right, I got this light ass baby. So I got to get the, the sisters on my side before I show them that I fucked around with a Yugoslavian broad. Um, maybe, maybe, I mean, it's, it's a bit of a reach, but I, 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 I can rock with it. I can rock with it. 
Fair enough, fair enough. But on, on to the critique, man. That was just my uh, my wild theory type shit. But on to the critique. Uh, first thing first. I thought I'll start by saying I thought it was it's phenomenal. I think it's bedtime for these niggas for the summer. Ain't shit cracking for these niggas for the summer. Drake gave you 25 songs, and you can pick whatever you want to do for the rest of the summer. So that's first. Um, okay. But just to add to that, and I'll let you, uh, uh, you know, comment on what this part. Um, talent, man, and an understanding of music is God-given. That's actually a thing if people don't know. It's why Dr. Dre is who he is. It's why Swiss Beats is who he is. It's why these certain people, T-Pain, these certain people get paid really well to not make music, but to consult music at this point. So Drake will be one of these people as far as songwriting goes. And a further comment that Drake is like one of the smartest artists out there. You know, he just has a feel for what the streets want. Whether we go back to the last album on Views, where he was just able to make, like, one of my favorite songs is Controller, because it's just that vibe for me personally. Now, it might not be your song, but I bet you could pick one on there that's your song. And so the God-given talent is what these niggas can't fuck with. And, and and it's when God give you something, it's something niggas can't fuck with, you know. And when when it's, uh, you know, cultivated as Drake has cultivated his craft, it's just bedtime for these niggas for the summer, man. And the God given talent and his understanding and his understanding of the temperature of the culture is what makes him better than all these niggas. So, I agree. I think, in short, Drake makes good music. And I don't think anybody's disputing that. Um, Controller is also my favorite song on that album. Uh, Now, again, for me, I'm looking for a tenacity with my rapper. Um, and Drake gives me that. He gives me that. So, 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 I'll, just to respond to your initial uh, breakdown, I, say that I I agree so far. I agree so far. Okay, so far we're in agreement. Fair enough, man. So I'll go on to my next point. I also think that Drake was able to, like, eloquently but effortlessly address this whole kid shit in the album, whether it be the last track or the first track where he, 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 he so, ah, fuck. I, I don't know what, I, I don't know what term to use, but he did it so well where he addressed all of pushes, little shits. He said, you know, my father, something he dresses himself. Well said, sir. Uh, the nigga said, I'm trying to keep him away from the world. Like I ain't trying to keep him away, him away from y'all. I'm trying to keep y'all away from him. Well said, sir. You know, this this guy is is great at being strategic and calculated and 
No one, and like he said, a wise man once said nothing. He said that in a bar. He said a wise man once said nothing. So, man, like I said, I'll, I'll continue going back to my standpoint, my pedestal, my soapbox that I stand on that Drake is smarter than these niggas, for one. He's a he's a child actor. Uh, that that comes with a certain pedigree of a kid needing to be a little more affluent as far as his comprehension, uh, ability to speak, uh, you know, all these things. Confidence has to go into that. You're in front of cameras and people at a young age. So all these things go into that. So, again, I think he was able to address the child situation well. What do you think? I think Drake is a quality MC, and and sometimes we say those words, those the, the acronym MC, and forget what it means. It's a master ceremony. So, so you, that that quality is definitely one that Drake uh, holds and holds to a high level. And, and again, I, I, I agree. With you. Can't 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 dispute it. I mean, and and that was a heavy topic, man. I'm like, how does he recover from this hidden child that he's hidden from these black women who cape for him? But somehow, some way, with the help of Grandpa, with the help of old uh, Goatee and Baby Fro, Jay Prince, and then he's able to come out and real do a gang of smooth, light-skinned shit on this album because he was smooth as fuck. This album was smooth too. It wasn't heavy-handed. It wasn't overly addressed. It was just like, uh, yeah, I'm just better than y'all, and I'ma just show you in 25 songs what you can't do. And for you niggas who just think you can rap, I'ma do that at your level or better, or even if it's less, I'm in your ballpark. But then when I turn this other side on your stupid ass, you niggas can't do nothing about this. Y'all can't do nothing about this R&B. So good night. Don't fuck with me no more. Because you can't fuck with me. My nigga, I can help you. What you need, Pusha? You need a you need a slow jammy jam? Let me help you. Kanye, what you need, my nigga? I can help you. But y'all can't help me. Because I got I got the blueprint right now. You know, Jay made the blueprint and he had it at that time. But Drake got that shit right now. Yeah, yeah. So, so overall, <clears throat> you you like the album? Oh uh, yeah, man. I got more things I want to go on, but like, I'm gonna let you get on before I get on a tangent. No, no. I'm just saying, just, just overall, you thought it was. Oh, a, absolutely. Okay, okay. I I, I think it's uh, uh, it's like what he basically said. You know, you know, my nigga, Royce Royce the Five Nine, probably a better rapper than me. Um, there's a nigga out there who probably sings better than me, and this is the last point I'll make for a minute. Yeah, it's a better rapper out there. Luther Vandross could sing better than me. Hey, maybe Kendrick can rap better than me. I am the greatest combination of the both that you niggas have ever seen in the history of the world. Undisputed. Okay. And here's where 
<laughs> I'm gonna take a little little turn on you, boss. Just a slight, just a slight one. And and let me be fair and say that I am I am not a, a, a fan of singing rappers. Um, I've had my my dose of it. <clears throat> I rocked with it when it first happened, and I, I grew weary of it. Um, and I'm talking about Nelly. I'm talking about Nelly. Nelly fooled me. He fooled me on that country grammar. Because I didn't really realize that the was singing. I didn't realize it. <clears throat> um, now we had other singing rappers. Weren't as good as Drake. No, no argument there. But we had other ones. We had Bone Thugs and Harmony. You know, their whole shit was kind of a singing rap you didn't understand. And then we had the heavyweights that fully sung rap, and that was Nelly. And Nelly was a huge superstar. <laughs> Nelly has classics, all of that. But Nelly completely fooled me. I had no idea that Nelly was actually singing. Once I once Nellyville hit, and I realized Nelly was fucking singing, I kind of was disenchanted with the nigga. What? <laughs> Wasn't as hard to me. Now maybe he lost a step. That could have happened. But at that point, I was kind of done with a singing rapper. Then we had uh, uh, my boy uh, T Pain. I'm sure there's somebody else in the middle there, but I'm talking about notable characters. T Pain, another singing type of rap going on, more to the singing side and all the auto tune and shit. Got into Pain because Pain, you know, he felt. He made me feel like lyricism was afoot. But again, <clears throat> not a nigga who really likes a lot of singy rap. So I fell off Pain as well. Shout out to Pain. I feel like Pain really set set a precedent in rap. Um, moving on to Drake. Uh, now, uh <sighs> I was, I, you know, I give every, I try to ride, and this is how I listen to an album. On the way to work, I ride, I try to ride all the way to work. My work ride is an hour and a half. On the way home, I'm usually able to sum up the album. Okay, before I even get into all of that, 25 tracks. What I'll say about that is he shitted on everything good music did. Because I have no idea why he's niggas only could do seven songs. I don't even understand. I'm sure there's some Kanye weirdness, but it felt like to me, everybody ran out of gas. You know, they just, you know, and then and I think touched on it the last podcast that I felt like it was all a pretty much a yay album, but I won't get into it. Drake did 25 tracks, which I was super impressed with. Um, 25 good to decent to awesome tracks. Um, all of the singy shit, I just, you know, it's probably like one, maybe two that I could fuck with, but I am just not a singy rapper nigga, man. I don't, I like to keep my R&B and my R&B and my rap niggas in my rap world. So that was for me already a, 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 a little something against the album, because I just felt like, fuck, man, what the fuck are you singing so much for? Get it. I get it. It's not making this album for me. But the singing was a bit much. And I, and I, I got the opportunity to jump in heavy-handed. 
the, the singing was a bit much for me, brother. Well, you do know it was purposely a half rap and half R&B album, right? Yes, I do. Yes, I okay, do. Okay, so the first half being, are you saying that even the first half you felt was kind of had too much sing-along rap for you? Yeah, yeah, it did, man. Okay, for fair enough. Personally, for me personally... Now, if it's good music, it's good music with it. But, I, you know, it's kind of a lot for me. Well, You know what I mean? For a full listen to, you know, it was a little awkward. Well, see, it, 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 to me, this comes down to how you like to digest things. This is what this what this topic you're bringing up to me is. It's, it's kind of very particular. You're a particular person in this in this argument. If you ask me, here's why. Um, I digest the music on whether it sounds good and whether it sounds of I guess today if it's relevant sounding. I don't digest it necessarily. Now I do in that contest. In that context of does it sound today relevant and good, I digest also do I like it, okay? Now, I don't digest it singularly upon is it my style, you know, do do I like this or not? I digest it does first upon does it sound good, you know? It, 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 can I can I can I fuck with this? And then there's different uh I guess nuances to sounding good because I, I, I look at listening to Drake or like say the Carters with uh Jay Z and Beyonce. And like I said in the last part, this is music that is kinda um I guess bisexual for lack of a better word, where it's like, you know, this is what your girl wants to hear. And you got to be a part of So what you want to listen to Keisha Cole Or this Drake album What you You want to listen to Fantasia Or this You know what I'm saying So I'm more than happy to welcome Whatever kind of and, and so let me add to this To this thing thing So the album was a rap album The first half And the second half was R&B let me speak first. Let me speak to the rap. The rap I felt was on par with anybody lyrically, and the way he addresses things is so direct and thorough, but short. You know, he doesn't spend a lot of time addressing a particular punch from anyone, which he did address, but he makes them thorough, direct, clear, concise, and short, which I respect. And then the R&B, this is where he just separates from everybody else. And what Drake did, I love to use samples, old Mariah. I heard damn near old R. Kelly in some songs. Um, and he just, it, it had that, some of the songs had that old R&B, that, that, that 90s that we love. You know, and it was just, just dope, man. And he just showed you niggas, it's, it's, it's heavy levels to this shit. Don't even fucking try it with this music shit. You niggas can try to assassinate my character and make me less of a man going on light skin and all of this, trying to make assassinate my character. But when it comes to this music, it's not a nigga out there, not even Kendrick, that can fuck with this. 
Um, sure. Um, I, I have no dog. Drake can make good music. He can make a good song. I, I'm not. I'm not uh, disputing that at all. I guess it does come down to 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 the particulars with me. Um, yeah, man. I, I just uh, maybe I haven't evolved enough, you know. And I and, and I'll take that. Um, I'm just not a guy who likes to mix my R&B too much with my rap. Now, I, but I've never been that way. So when when R&B and hip hop begin to merge, you know what I mean. I, I went more to a, a rawer, streeter type of underground hip hop because of that. Um, just because all of the singing was kind of getting annoying to me. But like I said, I respect the fact that Drake can make 25 at least decent songs. Um, and there's some songs on the album that I absolutely uh, added to my playlist. So, so it's not not a takeaway from Drake. This is just a, a point where I, I start to feel like, man, you're singing too much. Now, granted, there's a half of R&B album in here, and then there's a number of the rap tracks that he's singing on. So I get it. Uh, for me, too much singing. Not that I, I still like the album. Um, I still I agree and I and I and I I uh I feel the same sentiment about Drake. Um uh, just that part of it was really the, the, the part that I didn't necessarily vibe with. Um but, but to touch back on, you know, how would Drake recover from, you know, a seemingly tough shot from uh Pusha T. Um you know, man, I knew that Drake could make good music. And I also know that this whole fucking internet and all this shit is so fucking fickle. These niggas ain't. It don't really matter. I knew, and I would, I would, I would dare to argue. I, I won't argue because I don't know enough of the facts. But I would not be surprised if all of this shit wasn't some backroom fucking concoction, you know, to get everybody paid max dollars. You know what I mean? Because I fully knew that the anticipation for Scorpion went up two, three, four, five fold um, just just to catch a jewel, just to catch a, a underhanded or, or a response. I mean, it, it all played out perfectly, man. Fucking perfectly. And, and that type of shit generally leads me to believe there was something afoot. I mean, we can go all the way back, and, and this is off topic, to the fucking ball. You know, LeVar balling. You know, thought it's just like the way shit played out it seemed to, to do all of this shit, the president's involved, and these niggas in China that stole something, all of this crazy-ass weird shit, and dog, nobody did nothing but get super fucking paid. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it always, I always wonder, you know, you're showing me that left, but I always wonder what you're tucking in that right. And, and, and the whole controversy with T and, 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 and Drake, I, I kind of I kinda wonder. Uh, you know, what the fuck is this really about? You know what I mean? Because everybody seems to be getting max dollars right now. Yeah, definitely seem to work out for all parties involved financially, for sure, being Pusha T and Drake. Uh, right. That worked out for all. Now, the only question you have to ask about that whole situation is, uh, was... I mean, if we're sitting in the in the in the room and we're putting the we're on the whiteboard and we're putting this plan together, uh, my team and your team, Pusha T's team, um, and we're like, how do we get interest in both of our albums for whatever reason we want to do this together, Pusha T? 
Um, you know what? I say I'm Drake. I'm like, hey, Pusha T, why don't you air me out about my child I haven't revealed to anyone? That'll do it. Dog, it sounds crazy, but I would, I would. Now, now here's the thing. Drake's a big enough star. And the same thing like Jig allowing Nas to come at him. Dog, nobody else could have took Ether on the chin. Nobody. But Jigga could, right? I mean, dog, this shit is like, I mean, dog, we know that this shit's been going on for years, man. That motherfucker's is having meetings. Okay, let's just say this. Talk. Let's just say it all is true. All the all the conspiracy theory we're talking about. Talk. Isn't it a fucking awesome plan? Isn't it like the smartest shit you ever could think of? Like, doesn't it just seem like highly intelligent? You know what I mean? If we just came to the, look, it's real. And when you think about it from that perspective, it just seems amazing. And that niggas who graduated from Harvard and everybody got in the room like, look, you know, dog, we can sway public opinion however the fuck we want to. So let's make some noise. You know what I mean? You got all these new fucking triple X type of niggas out here and, you know, uh, Pusha T, Drake, that's a combo. I mean, dog, it just seems like you could see them niggas in there working out the details. And it just, it's fucking great, dog. It's like a fucking movie. It's like when you see a good-ass uh, fucking Caprio movie, it's just put together so well. You know, a good Washington movie, and you just like... Fuck everything clicked. The plot, the people, the actors, the the script, the dialogue, all this shit clicked perfectly to bring us to this conclusion, to this climax. And, and I feel like all this shit was like a fucking movie. It was perfect. The scene was set, and you know, lo and behold, fucking Drake has the most streams of history and a great ass fucking album. And everybody went to go listen to it. When I I can tell you this, prior to this, everybody wasn't going to listen. After all of this controversy, everybody's going to listen. Good evening and welcome to the first and maybe only racial grant here in New York City. With the first pick. For those of you who don't know what that soundbite means... That indicates what we call a racial draft. Every now and again here on the Relatively Fat and Black podcast, we'll do what's called a racial draft. That Mm -hmm. is basically when we draft to the black race something that is common to everyone. So let's, let's recap some of the things we've drafted here so far, Eugene. I remember one night we drafted Reynolds rap to the black race. Like uh, reasons being, uh, we feel like we use that shit. We like bring it to work with our food. I don't see anyone using Reynolds wrap at work. Do you? Uh, no, no. Everybody's kind of got the Tupperware game together. Yeah, see, we don't got our Tupperware game. This shit, you know, we be losing that shit all the time. And then secondly, top always gone. Top always gone. Secondly. The nigga named Reynolds, and he rap. So, obviously, he's a black dude. He's obviously black, so. And uh, I believe one night in a very 
very controversial draft, we drafted Top Ramen. Now, we, we felt the Asians would take high exception to this, but we did it anyway. We felt like we couldn't get the LeBrons and the Shaquille O'Neals and the Serena Williams of the world without a high caloric and high intake of Top Ramen. <laughs> you know, Top Ramen has gotten generation after generation since we were emancipated. And the white man said, you know what? You motherfuckers can go. We immediately boiled ramen. That first night we were, in, we, we, we were set free out into the fucking forest. Niggas didn't have nowhere to go. We had ramen that first night of the emancipation. <laughs> and uh, tonight... Whoa. You are going all white. <laughs> so, and then about to be on niggas' head. Good evening and welcome to the first and maybe only racial draft here in New York City. With the first pick. With the first pick in the draft on 7 2 2018. Relatively Fat and Black Podcast will draft lotion to the black race. That is actually pretty good. That is actually pretty good. Uh, yes, my nigga, wife, lotion. My, we just had a conversation about that. And I, I was telling her how my Mexican partner at work was ashy one day. And it fucked me up because I didn't understand how them niggas could ever get an ashy. But he was truly ashy. Now it was a it was a weird ash, but it was ashy. And and, and I didn't even think you know though I didn't think white people or Mexican people even fucked with lotion to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, lotion is our shit. It's our staple. We're gonna have lotion, some kind of cocoa butter, baby, and we taking all of that shit. Vaseline, lotion, baby oil, cocoa butter. Fucking Jergens, Neutrogena, we taking all of that shit because we buy that six or eight dollar bottle of shit and it rotates around the house until it's completely empty. Then we take the fucking top off that motherfucker and bang it on our hands to get that last little fucking bit and get our elbows together. So lotion, you are now in the in the fucking black race. Lotion is only for black people from this moment on. Thank you, man. Now, usually I've had to fight to get shit, to get shit drafted over. So lotion has come with relative ease in comparison to other things that have been drafted. Even Reynolds rap, who is clearly a black nigga named Reynolds, who raps, was was fought. So lotion, easily drafted. Reason being, look here, man. When you see that intensive care, now look, I know white people and Mexicans use lotion, all right? But them niggas ain't getting that that intensive. Like the lotion I get, nigga, that shit say extra dry. Like intensive. Like damn near out the hospital lotion. Like, did this nigga just get out of chemo? His shit so flaky out the shower? You know, so, you know, I'm at that level. So I feel like, so here's my story about lotion. So I'm, I'm, I'm in the office and, uh, my my receptionist, she says to me, like, you know, geez, I'm ashy today. And I'm like, you ashy? I, I already knew where, where this conversation was going. This was going to be a revela- revelation of blackness. 
which I love to do. We we gotta um we gotta have a segment for Revelations of Blackness where you reveal black shit to your friends who are not okay. black. But I I knew as soon as she said she was ashy, this was gonna be a revelation of blackness because I had showered that morning and I had not lathered my ankles. And I knew without even I knew without even looking they were gonna be fucking gray jack. I'll tell you, gray, gray, gray. Fifty shades of gray, nigga. So when she said when she said she was ashy and she showed me her little ash, I said, Have a gander at this, sweetheart. <laughs> and I lifted my pant leg and I tell you, she said, Oh my God. <laughs> and and then and then I ran my nail and then I scratched myself for good measure to show her com- complete chalk white on my calf area to even further shock her and send her into spiraling down black revelation. And yeah, so yes, we're drafting lotion, man. But lotion, you're officially our shit. Oh, man. So back to Drake, though. So, dude, you give us your overall take. You haven't even gave us your take on it. I like the album. I I, I like it. It's not an album that I I can listen to from 1 to 25. Um, But um, if I play with the arrangement, I can definitely get 12 songs in a row that I can rock with. Now, that said, do you understand how fucking amazing that is? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Twelve songs in a row that you can rock with? Absolutely. Um, and I'll tell you, dog, I, I I haven't been able, and this is everybody, so you pick your favorite rapper. I haven't, and even Good Kid, nigga, I don't like every song on Good Kid. And I know that's niggas joints, but yeah. That fucking Mary J. Blige shit sucks. But um, the only other album that I have listened to from beginning to end was that Royce the uh, Five Nines, the Book of Ryan. Um, other than that, I have not been able to give an album a full listen to all the way through and, and like what I hear. So 12 songs is absolutely amazing for a person like me. I'm very particular. I mean, if the beat drops, and I don't like it, I'm not going to listen to the song. Period. If it's a fun beat in my mind where shit's too fun, I am going to skip to the next song. And maybe it's I'm moody, maybe I'm emotional, uh, maybe music affects me too much, but I can honestly say, um, you know, if I could find, you know, uh, and most albums, that would be an album for most people. If I can find an album that I can listen to, you know, from 1 to 12, this is my opinion, an outstanding album. So what do you think of this of this um kind of narrative out there that Drake he he can't miss you. What what he can't miss you means is that yeah. it's a track on there for every goddamn body. I don't give a fuck who you are. There's something on there for you. What do you think about that? Oh, I would. I, I strongly agree. You know, I think. I think you said it best, man. Drake has really got the blueprint right now. 
You know, Jigga don't got the blueprint right now for what we talking about. Drake's got it. Um, and, and, I, and I would argue that on a bigger stage, um, he's he's got the blueprint more than more than Jigga ever had. Um, wow. You know, and I, I'd argue that, you know what I mean? Because then you, you, you know, in order for Jigga to have had this level of the blueprint, he would have had to somehow uh, incorporate like a, who's in his time, like a, a fucking uh, Ja Rule or some shit. He would have had, had that compliment or that part of the game, which he didn't have, you know? Um, so, so I would argue that he's got a, a, a better or a fuller, more complete blueprint than Jay had. And, and that's not to take nothing away from Jay, because you know, I mean, it's all in, in timing. You know what I mean? Um, so, so that that that's where I rest my case. There, it was a good album. It was it was my temperament that couldn't get with some of the things on there. But overall, success. Rick answered the questions he needed to answer. He remains on the throne. You know what I mean? He was right. He took shots from real Philly niggas. You know. Uh, that's big. Meek Mills is not nothing to be fooling with. And, you know, Drake took that on the chin. Um, he also, you know, fuck, he took this push of T-shit on the chin and still made a hit and still got public opinion on his side and still going to drop this clothing line and everything else that was in the books is still happening. Um, success, man, I don't, I don't, you know, and Drake didn't have to start doing interviews. You know, and I thought that was dope that he didn't, you know, this didn't break him to, to break his, his silence, so to speak, and show up on the Breakfast Club or something, because them niggas was definitely taunting them. Um, and then uh, Ebro and them, you know, the, the shows around as far as hip hop goes, Flex and all that, you know, they they just knew they was going to get a Drake interview because he had to address the shit. And I think it was super sweet that Drake was bigger than this in real life. You know, now he's 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 reaching a status of, of where he don't necessarily got to come talk to you motherfuckers. But Jigga will come talk every now and again. So, you know, arguably the better blueprint. Um, I don't really like the... Uh, see, now I have a thing with light-skinned niggas. Now, as far as Drake as a person, I know he's the real light-skinned nigga with light-skinned nigga feelings and shit like that. Uh, and, and, you know, I'll reserve my, my thoughts there and just keep it simple and say the nigga made a good album. Too rich for who? Y'all just got rich again. Who grips the mic and likes to kill their friends? I've never been the type to make amends. Never Look, been the type man. to make amends. <laughs> Why would he, nigga? When, when, when you got the baton and, like you say, when you got the blueprint, Jack, what this nigga looking back trying to trying to make friends with these niggas for? These niggas ain't got the blueprint. And then guess what? They not close to having it. Nah, nah, nah. Here the cold part. Drake didn't already did this shit ten summers. This been since '08 at this point. Man. So th- there's another podcast or a conversation to be had about talking about where we where, what we gonna do with these rankings. Because uh, even still early in the game, and this nigga still got a lot more music to make, it's, it's niggas who have to start making room for him, making exceptions for him already. So that's, oh, that's yeah. for another day. Man. That's for another day. Huge. 
this, 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 and you know we've gotten away from it, this out there in the podcast world. I want to take a quick second, man, just to, just to let y'all know what I'm drinking tonight. Um, so I got a mix. I name all of my little drinks, okay? So what I'm drinking tonight is I call it Thug Water. Okay, now, now heavy-handed, what, what do you think is in Thug Water? Oh, fuck. Knowing you... <laughs> Fuck man, there ain't no telling man Jesus Christ um, I really don't know I, I would consist to think it's Like water With and you're, you're twisting Amsterdam with like water You are very close Alright There's Amsterdam vodka Filtered water And Coors Light Thug water is what I'm drinking right now. Well, why do you have to mix them? Um, so you know I like to drink boiler makers, but they was getting a little like I don't know, like uh, it's very rich. It's like a it's too too damn tastes too bad. So I didn't want to put no sugar shit in there. So I just thought, and I got this from old Maxine, because I used to see her mix, uh, like, uh, brandy and Hennessy and shit with water. You talking about my mama friend, my mama friend, Maxine? Yeah, 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 old Maxine. Now, uh, let me tell you something. Now, if you ever run into her, now, you probably haven't ran into old Maxine since you've been a grown man, I take it, right? No, I haven't seen her since I was a teenager. I would know that because... You cannot call her Maxine anymore. Her name is Anita. So even I, who've known this woman my whole entire life, as a 30-year-old man, I called her Maxine. She said, boy, what you calling me? I said, "Uh, Maxine, uh, that's what I've known you as my whole goddamn life. She said, you ain't never called me Maxine a day in your life. I've always been Anita. I said, well, goddamn it, Anita. Uh, now somewhere in me, I knew that she was also Anita, but I liked it <laughs> better. Oh and shit! Hey Maxine, I remember her with that orange curly flat top, and that's kind of like how I like. That's how I like to remember Maxine. Don't call her that. Don't call her Max. All right, then Anita. You know this thug water was truly inspired by you. I don't know what makes a woman. Now, now, I, I grow, you know, when you're a kid and you see like a woman fuck with an eight ball or some shit, some old English, nice, you think like that's some like real shit happening. But when you get about 25, 30 and you see mama with a can of old English, you understand that this is a hard body motherfucker right here. Like mm-hmm. this is super that. You know, blow ball you can't fuck with because she'll crack a can or a bottle of Uncle And, you know, Max is one of those kind of people to me that she'll drink hard with water like a true old ass champ. And, uh, and she was doing that, you know, 15 years ago. I don't know how old she was, but she wasn't old, nigga. She just was a hard body already. So shout out to, to Anita. Um, yeah, I fucks with you, Thug Water. 
thug water it is for the G. Um, for me, I, I'm doing something I've never done. This is just like an old bottle that was left in there, and I didn't buy any liquor tonight, so I got off this. I'm off Cuervo shots, Cuervo gold shots and Coors Light. Mm. And, I, and I'm feeling it. As you can probably tell here on the show, I'm lit, and I'm feeling shit. And um, I'm, I'm liking it what I'm doing. I will say this about us in general. We're fucking better than Nori drunk. Nori's a fucking dickhead and obnoxious and stupid drunk. And maybe and he just, slurs a lot. And you just like, man, shut the fuck up and let the nigga who we really trying to hear talk. I don't know. You're I mean, he's basically become a a characterization of himself. You know, and then and, and that's when it gets pathetic, man. When you when you start being a, 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 a fucking, you're acting like yourself. That's when it's bad. You know what I mean? But uh, I often wondered if I had a drinking problem. But like niggas like Marty set me straight, man. Because I can't say I ever. Now I've gotten pretty famous and said something, but it's like one thing. And then it's like, oh, shit, my night's over. I done said something. But Nori's like a habitual thing in something ass nigga, man. And I, I don't know. The nigga's annoying as fuck. Not, I mean, listen to the nigga. Enjoy him if you enjoy him. But that nigga's a pretty... I would prefer Nori sober. Personally. Well, Nori is being paid to die on that show, being faded and eaten. If I was anyone who loved Nori, and I have love for Nori, because What What was a dope song when I was in my adolescent years. So for that, I have love for him. I tell Nori to stop eating and drinking so much. However, back to what we're talking about, man, in the title of this show is Did Drake Put These Niggas to Bed for the Summer? And in regards to that, I want to play this. A lifetime of memory <laughs> going down the train. I like to keep stepping, but I can't get back. For the homies, man, pour out liquor for these niggas, cause they dead for the summer. Don't forget don't my know. nigga, my nigga T said it's gonna be a surgical summer now. Don't forget oh, now what my nigga T said. A lifetime of memory <laughs> going down the drain. I like to keep stepping. 
pusher. What my nigga, what my nigga T said. I, I, I push. I appreciate you, man. And I believe what in you. What T say? What T say? It's recorded. It's recorded. I believe in T. A lifetime of memory. Nah, nah. What T said? I, I remember what he said, but this is how I feel about what he said. A lifetime of memory. Going down the drain. I like to keep stepping, but I can't get past the pain. I to your memory. All I want to know is what he said. Hey, a lifetime of memory. Going down the drain. Now I'm not. I'm not. The, I'm not. I, he got the controls, T, tonight. So, so I, <laughs> I can't do nothing. But T, I remember you said the Cuartelis de Coto de Vigiento. I remember that, and I remember the Ciento Ochata y Ocho. Exactly. Exactly. Now, and I also remember T. Because I fucks with you. You said it's about to be a surgical summer, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Easy money. There we go. What you said? It's about to be a surgical summer. Huh. Chop the top. Chop the tops off the coop, nigga. So I get it. I get it. But T did say, he did say, the ocho, the ocho, and also. It's about to be a surgical summer, nigga. So, I, I, I... The Cuatrociento Ochata y Ocho. Nigga, uh, yeah. And I'm looking for T, because I, I heard you, homie, when you said it was about to be surgical. Now, I understand. Well, that's the same shit Barack was talking about. Now, niggas ain't under peeping it, though. You know, Barack was like, nigga, you got to get your scalpel together to fuck with this economy. I remember that. And T, I remember when you said it was going to be a surgical summer two weeks before Drake dropped. So I understand that you understand that, nigga, it's about to be a surgical summer. So I, I'm looking good music, Kanye and them. They know. They know. And I feel like, nigga, them other seven tracks is coming. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, man. It, it feels like I don't even remember them shit. Like, and that's why I feel like a lifetime of memory going down the drain. Hey, it's a lifetime of memories going down the drain. I fucks with you, man. I still holding out something for my nigga T, man. For my nigga T, man. Before we get up out of here, man, let me. And I'm and, and when I and, and and out there in uh podcast land. When I get to a level of faded, I get a little emotional, and I'm emotional. Do you know this motherfucker ain't called nor text me one goddamn time, but then text this fucking mom every fucking day? Every fucking day, but ain't called the nigga, text the nigga, nothing until today, and then was like, hey, pops, uh... How's everything? Uh, can you call me when you get a chance? I got something important to ask you. I ain't called this motherfucker back. You know why? Because he just wants some fucking money. 
and that hurts my feelings. And I'm talking about my son, which I just drove to Fresno State, put food in his refrigerator and bought covers and all kind of shit. And this punk motherfucker just keep on sending this mama pictures of him fucking doing shit. And nigga ain't hit me till it was time to try to get some dough, man. Ain't that a bitch? That's to be expected, Chief. What do you expect? He's a college nigga now. I mean, damn, bro. You know? Sent you off, Rob. Cut the chase. Send that bank card out there. Oh, man, I ain't even hit that motherfucker back. What, you thought he was going to be calling to see what's up with your mean ass? <laughs> Punishment oh. ass nigga? Yeah, I guess so. Ah, shit, man. I don't know. I felt like a, a something was in order. Oh, no, nah, man. They they don't fuck with us, bro. Yeah, I suppose so, man. It only been a week. His ass will be back for the fourth. And, uh, but it's crazy. Because, like, I'm a, but I'm going to still do all the great shit, though. You know, it's, I should be like, nigga, fuck out of here. But like, I've my whole intention is to make a, a big ass shit of this coconut fucking uh, uh, curry shit that I'll be making to send it back with his punk ass and you know all of this little shit. I'm gonna buy this nigga that I bought some shit for his bed. And it's like, why the fuck I'm fucking with you like this, man? Why? Why am I even concerned with your ass like this? I have no idea why I fuck with this nigga like this, man. A nigga can't call a nigga till he wants something, man. That's how all of them get, you know. All of them like that, except for my baby girl. Shout out to my daughter, nigga. She loved me regardless. You know, she loved me regardless, and I love her more than everybody else, and I'm always going to. As you should, as you should, man. Fuck that uh-huh. Niggas always want something. Niggas, and, and then, and again, I'm emotional. Fuck it. Like, nigga, I'd be like, uh, all right, give me a hug. Motherfucker halfway be like, not wanting to give me a motherfucking hug, nigga. What the fuck? Nigga, since you too grand to give a nigga a hug, too tall, too strong, nigga, what the fuck's going on? Uh, you acting weird right now. My daughter give me a hug anytime I want one. And it sounds know. like you kind of suffering from some kind of separation. Uh, you want some attention, like like you want the nigga to love you more. You miss the nigga. And I shit, do. You want more attention. <laughs> I do miss him a little bit, man. Glad he's gone and off doing his thing. But you know. Uh, do miss him, man. That's my guy, man. That's my little, my little weirdo cat. Oh, my, son, my little weirdo cat. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, yeah. He can't, he can't figure out whether, you know, I'm the best thing in the world or the worst thing in the world. He's conflicted, man. But, um, <sighs> dog, I don't know. Maybe I'm going too far. But, you know, you got some big ass kids. When your kids get grown and your son, it, it, it's, it's, it sounds weird, man, but in your household, these motherfuckers are still like little babies. They're big, but they're like little ass babies. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, 
Dog, I don't want to blast nobody, but niggas are babies, man. They're still fucking babies, and the tummy hurts, and, you know, they still whine and complain, and they still do all the baby shit. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you're thinking about your baby out there alone, getting pussy and doing shit, and you feel a way, you know, you feel like, ah, as you straight, or you like, you know, you still one you concerned that they're making good decisions. I don't know, man. I'm getting tired. I'm faded. Anyway, you should have called me before you wanted something, man. That's all I'm saying. Very weird rant you're on here. I'm drunk. I'm trying to get the people a piece of me, man. You know? Uh, Is there anything like me? They're interested in a further diagnosis of what's really bothering you. Seems like you're there's a love, hate, and there's a tug of war of emotion that I would love to further dwell into. Oh wow! Uh, hope it's not that deep. Uh, Sounds yeah. deep. Fucking but anyway, nigga. we'll talk about that shit another day. But probably um, so. We're wrapping it all up. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it down. Uh, Scorpion, though. Scorpion, Scorpion. Now, like I said on the last pot, this nigga named this shit after himself because he's a Scorpio. That shit's extremely fucking lame. There could be nothing lamer than that, than a nigga naming some shit after a Zodiac sign. I, I don't think so. Well, you a Capricorn, right? Won't you name some shit the goat. Why wouldn't I, nigga? That's the first thing I'm gonna name it. Maybe Mac, so, but I fucks with it. You know, dog, I am not interested in light skinned people. But oh, I yeah. like I like Drake. I I now I got some of my best friends are light skinned. And they know they know like I don't be having time for your light skinned emotional bullshit. And I'm quite an emotional dark-skinned fella, as you can see. Uh, Drake's got all the light-skinned attributes of an emotional light-skinned nigga. That would probably be my friend, but I would never hesitate on calling him out on his light shit. Um, but I like Drake, man. I like him because he's smooth. I like him because he probably ain't got no hands, but he's clever enough to, to still appear to be gangster enough for the broads that want a little gangster. Soft enough for the broads that want some nice guy that's about to show up with a teddy bear. Yeah, I like all of the... I, I can really get into a motherfucker who play to his strengths properly. And I, and I think Drake does that. Yeah, absolutely, man. And I wanted to speak on this light-skinned thing. Now, Drake was able to save not only his reputation as a father or a deadbeat dad in this album, Scorpion. I think he refuged his his image as a deadbeat dad somehow, some way. Somehow he spoke to it, and it, at least to me, it salvaged and it seemed reasonable, and and I could believe it, believable. But I'll say about. His light skin. Now I'm I'm dark skin. You're dark skin. So so we always out here riding for the dark skin race, uh, in the in the black race versus the light skins, right? It's always a ongoing war. 
yeah, no matter culture. what they say, no matter what they say, what we the war is always on amongst each other, right? Just when we had these niggas killed off, you know, Chestnut, Omar Epps, uh, Tyrese, these niggas came out in the early 2000s and just shut these niggas down real good for us. And then next thing you know, fucking Curry and Drake emerged. Now, now we would love to kill these niggas, but the problem is we like these niggas. You know, the problem with Drake is... As much as we want to stick a fork in Drake and just bring a hard ass, we need a 50 type nigga, a hard, dark skinned thug nigga to just really come out and be like, I'm gangsta. Fuck with me. You know, gotta shut shit down. But the problem is, we like this nigga too much, man. And every time we ready to bring a thug ass, tough black nigga out, this nigga makes some good music again. I think that. You know, dog, we actually like the milder thugs. I mean, you know, because we, we going to do it to the max. And that's the problem with us talking, niggas. That we're going to fucking dominate to the max. We're not going to smoothly dominate. We're going to aggressively dominate. And I, I think that even, even being dark-skinned, it, it's refreshing to see someone dominate indirectly. You know, not so aggressively, and I think that's more to a light skin nigga is is you know they're not aggressive, and I I think really that at the end of the day is is the is, is the thing for for me I guess, um, but I mean dog I know now in my mind when I when I do this math it's like oh yeah pusher I put hands on Drake automatically you just I, he's just gonna beat Drake up. I don't, I don't know that for sure, but in my mind, it's like fifty to slap the shit out of Drake. I don't know a light skinned nigga that I'll just be like, oh, this light nigga just to slap the shit out some dark hardcore. Nigga. It just does never in my mind. That's that level of shit. But when you're talking about, like you said, riding with your woman, your your black queen. You didn't say that, but I'm gonna say riding with. <laughs> Okay. Right with your black queen, as I would call her, because that's how I feel about y'all. Um, you rather hear a, a mild manner, light skinned nigga half singing damn near off key than Fantasia's whining ass about who broke her heart today. I, I fucks with you. I fucks with you. Them are easier on the ears uh, than, you know, good old. Fucking Keisha Cole and all of them sad motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. I mean, Drake's got his appeal, man. He's got his, the perks to being a Drake fan. Too rich for who? Y'all just got rich again. Who grips the mic and likes to kill their friends? I've never been the type to make amends. Yeah, why would he, man? He's ahead of these <laughs> niggas and he even had the blueprint for a while now. And so what else can we say about Drake other than we still think he's getting better, and that's scary. He He's fooling around with the genres of music, whether he's going into this Caribbean swag or, you know, the Jamaican, whatever. He's talking about teens and shit, call of shit teens. You know, this, this nigga really, really crossing the lines of 
of what he can do with music, and ain't nobody got this range. He's trying to create ballads. He's making graduation songs. He got the R and B shit on lock. He was bringing that shit back to me, like mm. the sound. And then and then he rapping. You know, he, you know that's in the bag. So what what else can we say about the what the October's very own man Drake? What's next? What's next for Jersey Drake, man? A collab album with Wayne. I think I think he made some reference as to this is his last Cash Money or Young Money album. I'm not sure if that's what he was referencing, but um, what 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 what's next for Drizzy? What what is what do you feel the future holds? What is the next Drizzy album or thing? If, if I'm Drake, I'm just gonna remain exclusive. I don't need to be out here on, on anybody's tracks. You know, he's at that superstar level, level where um, he just falls back. You know, goes into obscurity for about a year and a half, two years, hits the scene again, and uh, all the anticipation will be there again. I think he's he's entered that echelon of artists. So for Drake, if I'm Drake, I just fall back. I, I drop this album. It's bedtime for these niggas for the summer, man. Ain't nobody making nothing better. It's 25 songs for everybody to choose from. It's enough to ride to for anybody. Plenty of. So, bedtime for these niggas, man. The guy is, at least in my recollection, is now solidified his claim as the best two-way player in in the game. You know, that, that meaning R&B, rapper, like leagues and bounds ahead of everybody else, dude. Nobody's close. Nobody's even in the same stratosphere as Drake is when it comes to the understanding, the temperature, having an ear to the street, being able to uh, collab with younger shit, you know, being fresh, able to stay fresh this long. And he's still cutting edge. His shit still sound like it's the trend setting shit, you know. That that's hard to do, man. Like like on the last uh, the last pod, we asked, can Wayne can Wayne do anything? Can he can he reset? Can he refresh? Can he become the the new it thing again? And we and I, at least I said no. But Drake over ten summers now has been able to each time come out and be the new it, and, and that's not easy to do. And he's been able to do it again. People got to chase this sound. Niggas is going to the drawing board. Niggas like Young Thug, them Kendricks, he's going back to the drawing board. And he's wondering, like, goddamn, how do I get my R&B game together? How do I get my... How do I be better than this? And niggas, back, they, have to, they got the chalk in their hand and they back at the chalkboard. And they trying to get their motherfucking game together because they understand that it's another dude out there who is leaps and bounds ahead of everyone else. So we got we got a couple of minutes. I want to ask you <clears throat> before it's all over. Wayne, 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 Wayne. Now you just said Wayne. He may not be able to capture the magic again. What do you think Wayne's gonna do next? You know, Wayne's free of his contract. He's a new man. He's got all the freedom he needs to to, to put out. A Wayne project. Why don't you think he can do it? Ah, dog, they won't allow him. You know, this happens sometime. Like, it didn't matter after a certain point when we were done with 50. 
It's nothing he could do. Dog, there's right now, there's almost nothing Eminem can do that where he'd be fully accepted back into the black sect of hip-hop culture. There's nothing he can do. We don't want to hear it no more. There's nothing Nelly can do. When we were done with Nelly, we were done with Nelly. When we were done with 50, we were done with 50. Don't matter if you make a good song or not. And I, and unfortunately, I think Wayne has entered that that level of the game where they just become this obscure B-level star for the rest of their life where you can kind of tote them out as kind of uh, kind of fixtures of hip-hop and shit like this and they can always sell their, their shows and have their personal tours but he's just a tour the tour show at this point so you know, it is just hater, it's just how the culture is man, the culture is uh, it always looks to, to love you then get rid of you as fast as possible and it's been trying to do it to Wayne. It's trying to do it to Drake as much as it can. The culture just wants to consume itself. And that's what it does. That's what it does to We out of here. Thank you guys for listening. For uh, Heavy Headed Jay, I am Eugene, and you're listening to the Relatively Fat and Black Podcast. God bless y'all and stay woke. Well. No, stay woke. Well.